Ministry Bits, episode 021, recorded live July 22nd, 2014. Text Expander, Ifit, and Instapaper. Ministry Bits is proud to be a part of the AIM network of podcasts. You can find that at adventuresinministry.com and uh, click over there for a bunch of new resources every single week and to learn more about Adventures in Ministry and all the other podcasts on the AIM network. Be sure to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash ministrybits. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash ministrybits. And don't forget to check out Ministry Bits and subscribe in your favorite podcatcher application or on iTunes itself on your desktop computer. Good morning, afternoon, or evening. You may delete as appropriate. Welcome to the Ministry Bits Podcast, episode 21, here in late July 2014. Summer is almost over, and as a youth minister, I shout hooray. And uh, not because I don't like my job, don't get me wrong, I do. It's not because I don't like my job. I love, 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 love my job. I mean, I get paid to hang out with kids and teach them about Christ. I mean, how, how cool is that? But... Uh, it's very, very hectic in the summertime. I'm going to be ending the summer at uh, SEC down in Montgomery, uh, Southern Evangelism Conference down in Montgomery, and Paul Sperlin has invited me down there, not just because I'm on the AIM team, but because I am actually teaching a class down there. So if you have not registered for SEC or if you want to come down to SEC, it's August 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, and um, I would love to see you down there. Come and tell me how much um, how much you like or dislike the show, and... Um, We'd like to have you on as well. So I really, really appreciate you listening, tuning in, and staying with us for the summer. Even though we've had a sporadic schedule, uh, probably on a regular schedule uh, here in August. We've got some really cool things planned, um, and I've got two series, one of which we're actually going to start today. Um, And it's not really a series per se, it's just a a kind of a different show that we're going to be doing from time to time. I want to do these shows and we're going to call them app spotlight shows. And, uh, we're just going to spotlight a few apps, uh, that are that I find personally really, really useful that I either use or have heard of people using that I really, really love. And today is no, uh, I'm no stranger to these apps today because I have used, um, every single one of these extensively, for at least the past uh, six months to a year, and they have greatly saved me a lot of time and a lot of energy and helped me organize different things and categorize stuff. And let's just uh, go ahead and dive into it. Number one, and the first app we're going to talk about today is Text Expander. Now, if you've never heard of Text Expander, it is a Mac application and an iOS application. I believe they are working on Windows applications, and they may actually have one for Windows. I'm not real sure. Um, but it is really, really great. It's a little bit pricey for the Mac, but um, it's very, very affordable for iOS. It's forty nine ninety nine. I'm sorry, four ninety nine on iOS, and uh, that's for iPhone and iPad. It is thirty nine. Um, excuse me, thirty four ninety nine on the Mac App Store, and uh, I know that's a little steep. I know you may say to yourself, "Well, I don't know about that quite quite a bit. I don't know exactly." 
if I should spend that much money. But here's the thing. Uh, Smile Software, the guys that make Text Expander, are really, really great. They make great software. And um, most, some of the times, if you pay attention, if you have one of these apps called App Sniper or App Shopper or something like that, you can find and favorite this app and say, when this goes on sale, I want to buy it. For instance, I got mine, my copy for seventeen ninety nine, So it was half price when I got mine. So not a bad app. And, and when you look at what this app does, you will wonder, and when you start using it, rather, you will wonder how you got by without it. You really will. I, I'm placing myself in that category right now. I use Text Expander on, on a daily basis, multiple times, dozens and dozens of times a day. And uh, I wonder how I got uh, along without it. So what does Text Expander do? Well, it allows you, this is the basic concept behind it. It allows you to expand little bits of text into larger ones. For example, um, if I wanted to write 1 Thessalonians, you know, we write Bible scriptures and write them down all the time. And I, I really don't like to write the abbreviations to scriptures. Am I just weird or, or am I, is, that, is that kind of a thing with you too? I don't like to write the abbrevi abbreviations for scriptures because there's all different types of abbreviations. So I like to write out the actual scripture. First Thessalonians, T-H-E-E-E-S-S-A-L-O-N-I-A-N-S. -E 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 I like to spell it out. Well, in my text expander, which I have all of my Bible snippets, except for the short, um, the short ones, the short named uh, books, I've got all the books of the Bible in a t text expander snippets. So for 1 Thessalonians, all I have to type is X1TH, all lowercase. I just type it out, X1TH, and it automatically expands to 1 Thessalonians, capitalized and with spaced and everything like that. It's really, really nice, and you can do this with anything. Uh, I've got a entire sentences that, I can put, that you can fill in with text and have just an abbreviation. Um, Max Sparky, David Sparks over at his website. I'm going to have a link to that in the show notes. Uh, but if you go to maxsparky.com slash TE snippets, he's got sets of t text expander snippets for date and time stamps for conference call text expander snippets. Um, he's got some that are called all he, all he types in is book review, B O O K review and no space, no, no thing. And it will actually expand to let you fill in certain places and it has a whole generated book review. I've got one. I, I, when people ask me to design logos and uh, things for them like that, I always send them what I call a logo design questionnaire. It's got a couple of questions on there about what do you, um, what sh shapes or sizes are you thinking? What fonts are you thinking about? How much do you have for a budget of this project? Blah, 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 blah. And that's got several questions. It's got my philosophy of design on there. And it's got about 10 logo design questions. Well, I don't want to type that out every single time. But at the same time, I had a text file just for that. So I would have to find, dig and find the text file, open up the text file, copy and paste it into whatever application or whatever email I was sending. And with Text Expander, all I hit is questionnaire or whatever my text expanding snippet is. I think it's something like logo questions, logo queue or something like that. Something really short. I just hit it and all of a sudden, boom, it fills it out right there and it makes this little boop boop sound and it fills it out right there. Really, really, really great. Um, you can do lots more than that with Tech Six Manor. And I will say that this, it doesn't have a learning curve per se. It's extremely easy to use because you just load the app like any other app on your, on your, uh, on your computer. You can download, um, 
snippets from different websites. You can download my snippets, my Bible snippets from my website. I'll give you that address here in just a minute. Um, but you can format entire letters. You can format questionnaires. You can format any, anything that you type over and over again. You shouldn't have to type. For instance, very simply, your email signature. What's in your email signature? Is it always attached to your email? Or would you rather just have a simple email signature saying like your friend, Chad, or uh, thank you very much, comma, Chad, or whatever like that? Well, you can do that now. You can do SSIG. And I always do, there's a lot of different strategies for making the snippets, what, what the actual snippet is. I like to use uh, double letters and I like to use X because not a lot of stuff starts with X. So if you download my Bible book snippets at um, chadl.co slash expander you will find that all of those Bible books begin with X. For instance, X Genesis, Genesis is XGE, and uh, Malachi is XMA, you know? And so it's really, really great to have just X in front of that because not a lot of stuff starts with X. Some people use dots. Uh, some people use uh, plus marks. Some people use uh, dashes. Uh, whatever it is that you would like to do. And you can always, the great, the great thing about it is, is any text expander snippet you download, you can automatically change and edit a as you want. There's a field. It's got a two-pane box, a uh, two-pane window that you open up into the, the interface there. And all you have to do is say, I want to create a new snippet. I can organize my snippets into groups. And I say, for instance, new snippet. And it has an area for me to put all the text that I want. If it's like a letter or a, thank you so much for your interest in this topic, blah, 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 right? You've even got a space in there to fill in today's date and everything like that, even the time, whatever. Really, really cool stuff. If you just take it a step further, um, you can actually, well, let me, let me put it this way. You can, you can take it a step further and have actually fill in drop down boxes. For instance, I'm filling out the information for the podcast um, here uh, on Ministry Bits, and I'm also filling out the information for the um, uh, podcast that we have here at Church Street for Sermon Audio. Well, the Sermon Audio has a different date and scripture in it every single week. And it, all it says is the same thing. It says, join us for as Kyle Bolton preaches to us on July 20th, 2014, um, for our AM service from Colossians chapter 3, you know, something like that. Well, I've got, when I hit the paste button for SAA, which is my sermon audio outline, it's right, it's right there, I hit that, that shortcut, it'll pop up with a box first and say, okay, from this drop-down menu, pick what month it is, pick what day it is, it's obviously 2014, then you can even pick what book of the Bible it is. Boom, done. I hit done, it plops it, that text in there. So faster, much, much faster than I was to time, uh, type it out, it's really, really great. Now, if you think for a second that this won't save you a lot of time, okay? If you think, man, that is just so unnecessary. Why would I need to set all that stuff up? Why would I need to waste all my time setting all that stuff up? There is a little preferences pane inside Text Expander that will show you how many hours or days you have saved by not typing out what you have expanded through Text Expander. And mine, I, having only used it for about the last eight months, mine was at 1.7 days. Days. That is 1.7 days. That's almost two days of my life 
spent typing that I didn't spend typing, that I spent doing lots of other productive things. Probably spending time with my family, probably spending time uh, working, studying more, working on sermons more, spending more time with kids, whatever. But it has saved me a lot of time. So you can uh, do fill-in snippets, you can do advanced snippets, and there's many, many uh, tutorials. Max Sparky has a lot of great tutorials on his site, and you can check out his articles, like I said before, at maxsparky.com slash te snippets and you can check out my text expander snippets and i'll be adding more here pretty soon at chadl.co slash text expander so check that out really really want you to check out text expander you can download a free trial and try it for i believe 15 or 30 days and i guarantee you if you spend a couple of hours just getting it set up on stuff that you type uh over and over again you'll see the value of it in just a very, very short time. So really want you to check that out. Go to Smile Software and check out Text Expander and all their other good software as well. The second app I want to talk about today is Ifit. Now you're sitting there going, what is it? Well, it's IFTTT. If you go to IFTTT.com, you can check out If This Then That. It stands for If This Then That. I'll explain this in just a second. But it's a free service. Uh, you sign up with an account. I think you can actually sign in with Facebook if you want to. Make it simple. Um, and it's got free iOS apps, iPad and iPhone apps. They just they just came out with their iPad app um, just a couple of months ago, and it is great for um, discovery. But here's what if it allows you to do. It allows you to connect apps and services in just crazy, awesome ways. Um, I mainly use it, and you and you might you might mainly use it for a whole different purpose. You may use it for notifications and different things like that, but I mainly use it for like logging stuff, archiving stuff, uh, keeping records of things because I'm always going back. I mean, before if it came along, rather, I was always going back and going, man, what was the name of that one site that I found that one thing on that was really, really great? And it said this, but I can't remember exactly what it said. Right. Have you ever done that? I do that like three times a day. Right. This, if it allows you to connect all sorts of services in different ways. For example, let me, let me give you a, a sample of, of what I use it for. You can connect it with Dropbox. You can connect it with YouTube, Twitter. You can get weather alerts. You can get Instagram. Uh, you can all sorts of different things you can connect to Dropbox. And I'd invite you to go to ifit.com, uh, ifttt.com, and check out all the recipes that are available. There are example recipes. There are a million apps, or I say a million, not a million, not quite a million, but I'd venture to say at least 60 or 80 apps that they, apps and services that they connect stuff with, that you can trigger different things and trigger different searches and different things like that through these different services. For example, um, I have my Instapaper, and we'll talk about Instapaper next, but I have my Instapaper connected with YouTube. So if I uh, tag a video as watch it later, it sends that video to my Instapaper account. Boom. I, no matter what I'm on, if I'm on an iOS device and I, I see um, on my YouTube account and I see that, oh, cool, watch later, and it will send to my YouTube. If I'm on my desktop and I'm signed into my account, my YouTube account, I hit watch later, it'll send that to my Instapaper account. Very, very cool. I get an SMS notification every morning. This is kind of not, not your archiving thing and saving thing right here, but this is a notification thing. I get, an, I get a message every morning telling me what the 
high temperature and the low temperature is going to be for that day and what the conditions are going to be and when the sunset is. It's really, really cool. You can have it uh, trigger notifications to you if the temperature in your area is going to be over a certain, if it gets to or is over a certain uh, time, or if it's like threatening rain, if it's if rain is in the vicinity, you can get a text message sent to your phone through if it. It's really, really cool. I've got some breaking news alerts um, from ESPN that are routed directly to my phone that, that allows me to turn off all of ESPN's notifications. I mean, I just really don't care about ice skating or uh, NASCAR. I, re- I really don't care about any of those things, so I don't want to get notifications on everything. I want to get notifications about Alabama football or Bears football or any other thing that I, Atlanta Braves baseball. I want to get notifications about those things and it can send me SMS texts to my uh, iOS device directly through my phone number. So it's really, really cool that way. And uh, one really cool one that I've got is, is kind of an archiving feature. Every time I post, take a picture and post it to Instagram, uh, it, takes that picture, the original picture, and puts it in a file under a file folder in my Dropbox. It's really, really great uh, to do that. I've got it backing up my contacts to a Google spreadsheet through Google Drive. By the way, if it just announced in the last few months, Google Drive integration. So if you're a Google Drive person, which I'm not, but if you're a Google Drive person, it's great service. They have really great Google Drive integration. It's really, really cool. Um, I've got a few Instapaper uh, things that I want to uh, talk about when I talk about Instapaper. But really, you need to just go on and start discovering stuff from Ifit. Ifit is absolutely fantastic. Um, you can get all sorts of connections and done and things done. Uh, with the different recipes, and you can browse them on your iOS devices. They have recipes for music lovers, for the beach, for a road trip, uh, for basketball fans, for New York City. I mean, all sorts of different things you can have if it recipes for. Uh, When I favorite something on Twitter, uh, I just hit that little star button on Twitter, sends it to my Instapaper. It's great. Um, So that's a really great service. And when I talk about Instapaper here in just a second, you're going to want to dive into if it and Instapaper like almost instantaneously. I, I, I know, I know you will. So uh, if it is free, you can go to ifttt.com and check that out. And um, you can download it on your iOS device and sign up for an account and start connecting stuff. And it's really, really cool. You can see what other people are using. You can see what other people, you can do things with email. You can do things with Reddit. You can do things with SoundCloud, location services. Um, You can do all sorts of different things. It's really, really great. So go check that out, ifttt.com. The third one I want to talk about this this evening or today is uh, Instapaper. And you probably have heard of Instapaper. Instapaper is uh, it's a pretty decently old app, to be honest with you. It's been around for very uh, about five or six years now. And uh, it was recently said so Marco Arment was a developer, the original developer. He was independent. And he recently sold it uh, to, a, to a company that has really just taken off with it. And Marco, um, you know, I, I love him to death and everything, but he readily admitted that he said, you know, I've got, I've got a kid now. I've got all these different responsibilities. I want to do something else other than Instapaper. So he sold it uh, to a company 
for a good chunk of money and um, made some money off of it. And now that they have started developing it, it's really just taken off. And it's a lot more uniform. The website is great. Uh, Instapaper is a read-it-later service. Um, if you have ever heard of Pocket, Pocket is really great, but I don't think Pocket is nearly feature-filled as Instapaper is. But Instapaper has been around a long time, and there's a lot of different things you can do with it. Uh, Instapaper is $3.99, and it's for iOS. I believe there is an Android client as well, but it's not an officially supported uh, Android client. I'm not real sure about that, but since they've been sold, I, be I bet you there's... Um, there's one out there, but it's $3.99 and that's a, uh, an iPad and iPhone combined app. So they both work and the, the UI is, is incredibly customizable. You can change the font, you can change the color, you can change the, the text, uh, spacing and everything like that. It's really, really wonderful to look at. It's my favorite read later service for saving articles. And I've been, I've dabbled in pocket. I've went to, um, I was at read it later before that and really just, keep coming back to Instapaper. I think this may be my second or third time coming back to Instapaper here in the last uh, month or so, but it's really, really great. And the reason why I came back was its integration with Ifit. Now, Pocket has integration with Ifit, but it doesn't have nearly the features that I would like. Um, you can it categ Instapaper categorizes videos as well but, and between articles. It allows you to straight archive something or put articles into folders. It allows text highlighting. And you can just highlight some text on that, and it will actually show you, uh, it will actually do things with that. Now, I've got a couple of Instapaper If It recipes here that I wanted to talk to you about. I've got a couple of, of folders, and I've got those folders categorized into different things. For instance, if I'm doing a, a big, I, I'm speaking at a big youth rally in Kentucky in November, and I'm really looking forward to that. So I'm like rummaging the web to find everything I can and to get really cool views and different things and perspectives on the armor of God from Ephesians chapter 6. And every time I've got a little browser extension for my Safari, and every time I find something really interesting, I just hit that eye icon up there. And it saves it to Instapaper for me. I can then go into Instapaper and highlight something that I want, say I find one paragraph in a huge article that I just want to save that one little paragraph and not have to search for it again, I can highlight that article. And with if it, if I highlight an item, then it creates a new text file of that item in my Dropbox. It's really, really great. And I've got a specific folder for that in my Dropbox, and it's really, really cool. I can archive items. Every time I archive an item, it appends that link to that file into a one text file in, in Dropbox. So I have a list of my archived items in uh, Instapaper. So it's really, really great uh, for all those different things and for the, those different sources. So I've got different folders set up for that. And I can, for instance, if I, I've got Youth Rally Speaking folder. I save it to the Youth Rally Speaking folder. It puts it in the Youth Rally Speaking folder in my Dropbox as a text file, and I can read that offline. I can read it online, whatever. It's really, really neat. Um, like I said before, there's browser extensions for Instapaper. They've got really great browser extensions. Uh, One-click saving. Uh, there's a really good one for Safari that I use. And it's uh, they've also got them for Chrome. Uh, they got them for Firefox. they got them for pretty much every browser that you can imagine. And uh, Instapaper's just everywhere. And they are really, it's really, really great. And last but not least, they have an excellent browser-based website. Their website used to just stink. But now it's very nice and customizable. You can change it to a dark theme and you can um, 
use that on the website. If you've got, if you can just log into your Instapaper account, you can read them on your desktop anytime or cut and paste text as you want into articles or into um, sermons or whatever. It's really, really cool. So um, these three services, I think, mainly talking about a lot about text because we work as ministers in a lot of text and uh, we work with a lot of studying. We, we work with words, basically. And I think these three apps are absolutely phenomenal for connecting your stuff, for saving your stuff, for archiving it, putting it in the right places, for getting it organized. And Text Expander, I think, saves you a lot of time, especially if you're busy. Uh, if you're busy and you've got, you want to answer emails and stuff, there's a lot of apps that have Text Expander support built into them. So you can use that. Drafts is one where you have Text Expander support built into uh, the Drafts app for the iPhone and for iPad. So if you have any questions about any of these apps, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at chad.landman at gmail.com. And uh, you can also check out um, the show notes for this episode. Show notes for this episode are going to be at Ministry Bits. I'm sorry, uh, chadl.co slash mbits slash 021. And um, we're going to have a short prayer before we end today. And uh, we really appreciate you listening, and uh, we'll have that prayer right now, and we'll end our show today. Dear God, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you so much for every all the blessings that you have given us, our families, our, our friends. Thank you for the churches that we serve, Lord, and please help us to find ways to serve them more efficiently. Help us to find ways, better uses of our time, better uses of our energy, and help us to find tools and to use the tools that we are given in everyday, everyday life to glorify you. Lord, we thank you for your message. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your son. And it's in his name that we pray this prayer. Amen. Well, we really appreciate you listening, and we appreciate you sticking around with us this summer. And uh, hopefully starting the second week of August, we'll have our regular podcast going again. I will be on vacation the first week of August. So maybe a show next week. And um, we'll see about doing that, getting on a regular schedule in the second week of August. But thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Ministry Bits and be sure to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ministry bits and check us out on the Adventures in Ministry site, adventuresinministry.com. And uh, that site is going to get a lot more attention when our youth minister uh, buddies that have built that uh, start putting a lot more time and effort into it when the summer is over with, like myself. So... <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much for listening, and we really appreciate it. And uh, you guys go out and have a blessed week. God bless you. Makes me want to surrender and wrap you in my arms. No, I try to live without regrets. I'm always moving forward and not looking back. But I tend to leave a trail of death while I'm moving ahead. And so I'm stepping away. I got nothing to say.